Fab Lab Podcast, why routines, rhythms, and patterns are essential for your business's success. Welcome to the Fab Lab, the stone industry's only podcast dedicated exclusively to the business side of your stone shop, where we focus on improving operations inside the business so we can experience more life outside of it. So let's get down to business. Welcome back to another episode of the Fab Lab Podcast. I am your host, tuning in with you for a normal episode here on the Fab Lab. I I mean, what's normal, really? Kind of tongue-in-cheek there. Trying to return to a certain degree of normalcy as we begin this topic, this episode today, kind of begins a short series that I had intended to start weeks ago, probably a month ago, but with the, the abnormal experience that we've all had right now with this coronavirus, just completely unexpectedly hitting the scene and disrupting everything. All of our routines, rhythms, and patterns have been disrupted as a result of this coronavirus. So we're going to start talking about that. I think it's even more relevant now, even though the context is a little bit different than what I had originally imagined. You know, so ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, I don't know how this podcast finds you. Everybody's kind of different, you know, dealing with something different. You know, some shops have been completely shut down because of statewide mandates and orders from the governor. Other companies are having pretty significant layoffs because while they're able to operate, sales are just way down. And, and other companies are just, they're slammed. And so there's such a spectrum out there in the terms of the folks that I'm talking to. Uh, so no matter how this finds you in terms of the state of your business, shut down, slow, or slammed, I hope this episode finds you, fellow fabricator, ladies and gentlemen, personally well. I hope it finds you healthy, physically first and foremost, but also emotionally and spiritually. You know, there are some things that are super important here. We talk about business all the time on the Fab Lab, but you know what's more important than that? It is our personal health. It's the health of our families. It's the time that we spend outside of work. Those things are so critical, so important. And I hope that this time is giving us all the opportunity just to readjust, to reassess, and to really not lose sight of those super important, super, super important aspects of our lives that exist outside the business. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad that you tuned in. This is episode 96. I can't believe we're approaching 100 episodes. And just a quick teaser here, episode 100 is going to be a milestone for just that reason alone. But beyond that, I've got a very, very, very special guest that we're going to interview for the 100th episode as we wrap up season two. So before we get to that, we got to get to this episode, 96, Routines, rhythms and patterns and before we get to that we got to get to our sponsor now these are not completely unrelated moreaware.com moreaware the software service that we've used in our business for 15 years as a sponsor of the fab lab podcast you know one of the things the fact that we have certain rhythms and routines in our business moreaware helps us to maintain those it helps us to cement those because we're able to schedule based on certain parameters when we schedule an install it auto schedules everything else that has to happen before that backing up to finishing to machining to sawing to layouts to templates and beyond that we even schedule what we call the order taking process it's where we bring the client in and actually have them sit down and review all the options is where we upsell but we schedule all of this based on the installation date because there is a rhythm established if we were trying to keep track of that rhythm using a whiteboard or some other kind of calendar or trying to keep it all upstairs, it would be absolute 
chaos. So the fact that Moraware has the power to auto-schedule all of those components within our business, it makes our business incredibly efficient. Puts all that information at everybody's fingertips and allows us to establish a routine for how, I mean, every job is the same in a sense, in terms of the transaction, in terms of how it's scheduled, in terms of how it's produced. Moraware helps us to cement that, to confirm that, to integrate that into the business so that everybody is always on the same page. We're rowing at the same cadence. There's never any confusion as to how a job is going to roll through the schedule and Moraware enables us to do that. It also allows us to do all kinds of other awesome things. But I would encourage you, if you want to establish routines and rhythms in your business, in terms of how you quote, in terms of how you schedule, in terms of how you produce, in terms of how you follow up, you got to check out moraware.com. Schedule a free demo. They'll do an online demo, which is now how we're doing everything these days via Zoom. Everything is video conferencing because we're not allowed to you know, talk to anybody or brush shoulders with anybody, handshake anybody. I mean, it's just everything's over video. Moraware is going to do that for you, show you exactly how this fantastic process is going to impact your business and help you become more efficient. It will help you establish establish rhythms, routines, and patterns in your business that are going to make your business more successful. So check out moreaware.com. Now back to this topic, back to this subject, the subject of routines, rhythms, and patterns, and why in particular it is so important for us as leaders to understand how they play out and why we need to be conscious of it, why we need to be looking for ways and opportunities to impose or, or to implement routine within the business. Now, obviously, this sounds, you know, well, of course, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit. We naturally gravitate towards, you know, doing the same thing over and over. We drive the same way into work every day. We go have, you know, dinner at the same restaurants every day. But you know what? Think about it right now. Everybody's routines have been disrupted. Think about what that does to us just for a minute when our routines are disrupted, when the rhythms and the habits that we're used to all of a sudden change. It actually creates tremendous drag. All of a sudden, we have to start consciously thinking about things that we've never had to think about before. When we get into a habit, it is super efficient. We get into the, the subconscious begins to take over and it just optimizes by nature, makes us more efficient. But when that stops, all of a sudden, we have to stop and think about things that we normally don't have to think about. Well, the same thing is true in our businesses. If we don't have routines, rhythms, and patterns, it forces people to stop and think. So when you stop and think about that, if I've got 20 employees and every one of them has to stop and think 15, 20 times a day unnecessarily, that's a tremendous loss of productivity, a tremendous loss of efficiency. Same thing is true for the customer's experience as well. I'm not going to get into that today. I just want to focus on why it's important for us as leaders and managers to understand the role and the positive benefit that routine that rhythm, that patterns in our business can play in terms of just optimizing everybody's productivity. So we're going to get in real quick. We're going to talk about two we two reasons why, specific reasons why we got to have this in place in our business and, and, and increasingly so as the competitive nature of the business increases. So number one, this is just a, a human reality. People need routine. Now, Owners need routine for the <laughs> the financial efficiency, which we're going to get to do. We're going to get to that. But people, for their emotional well-being and health, need to have routine. 
There needs to be rhythms there that repeat themselves. There need to be patterns there that become predictable in terms of what they're likely to experience on a given day, on a given week, in a given month, because we need that. It was interesting. Just this very morning, I pulled into the parking lot and I was thinking about recording this podcast today. And I looked at our parking lot and I thought, that is amazing. There's no reserve parking in our entire business. And I think we've got like 20, 21 employees. Just about all of them drive to work. And it just struck me this morning to see that virtually every single employee in our company parks in the same place every single solitary day. Some people back into their spots, other people pull into them. But I discovered this morning, that's where every single one of these cars in our parking lot, people park here every day. And that to me suggests, that to me confirms that having those routines, those things that are predictable, knowing my spot's going to be there and I'm going to get to park there because everybody else has their spot, that brings a certain amount of emotional health along with it. When things are unpredictable, when we don't know what's coming, that just induces stress. It induces drag, which which is a limiting factor on, on everybody working in our business. You know, it's interesting. Years ago, I remember our install manager coming to us and giving us some feedback from our installers. And they asked, and this was kind of a major revelation at the time. They said, you know what? The installers would just like to know what they're doing tomorrow. And I think I remember my first reaction was like, why does it matter? <laughs> it's going to be another kitchen. It's going to be another granite or quartz countertop. You show up, you look at the work order, you find the address, and you go put it in. But for whatever reason, our installers were requesting, and we actually, um, this, this changed some of the way that we schedule and some of the way that we do our morning ops meeting. But it, it was instructive that for some reason, having that heads up gave them a certain amount of peace of mind being able to look at it and go, okay, I've got somewhat of an idea of what's happening tomorrow. And I think this is why in our subconscious, it begins to work on certain problems, certain challenges, certain opportunities, even though we're not necessarily focused on it. And having that advanced notice, that's if you will, that warning that, hey, this big job's coming up tomorrow. Okay, I can already start processing it. We just need routine. People don't like surprises. I think that's the reality here. For emotional health, at least most people like to have some idea what's coming down the pike. Now, not that that's true in everything. You know, we can't always know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day or in the future. We don't. But to the extent that it's possible, if you were to compare the two, what's going to lend itself to more emotional stability, more health for the individual employees within the company, the more degree to which we can make the work predictable, that we can make the working environment repeat itself so that there is a rhyme and a reason. You ever heard that? It's always referred to in a negative connotation. There's no rhyme or reason in terms of how the boss is scheduling the work. There's no rhyme or reason as to how these countertops come out of the shop. There's no rhyme or reason in terms of how we're selling to people. That's always a negative connotation, which again, I think confirms to us, it's a way for us to, 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 to really grasp the fact that we need a rhyme and a reason for how the work unfolds in the business. Because when that's true, it's predictable. It gives people a greater sense of control, maybe even to a certain degree, over the work around them, even though they don't necessarily control the work that's coming to them. If they know what's coming, that at least gives them a semblance of control and understanding of what's likely to happen. So they can prepare, they can adjust, and they can be ready for it. And so number one, 
Routine, rhythm, and patterns, those are important because of the emotional health that it provides to the employees. So in every facet of the business, the degree to which we can create that, it's going to have a positive effect on the people that work for us. And it's going to optimize their productivity, which is the second point here, the second reason why we need to have. Now, if we have healthy employees, we're going to have a healthy business. But we can't have healthy employees if we don't take this into effect. If, if there's constant disruptions, constant confusion, constant chaos in our business, not only is that going to have a drag on the financial performance of the business and our ability to deliver countertops on time, it's actually going to have a negative effect on our employees and the working environment that they get to operate in, how long they're going to stick around, how long are they you know, going to uh, stay with the company. So number two, Routines, rhythms, and patterns actually create efficiencies within the business. It helps to optimize and get the most out of those wonderful employees that we've got. So at the end of the day, we're more efficient and more profitable, and we deliver more successfully to the customer. And that's kind of that that thing we're going to get to maybe in a later episode, talking about how the customer, if there's no rhyme or reason to how we manufacture countertops, it's going to be hard for us to tell the customer what to expect, which creates uncertainty and stress. And by the time they do hear from us, they're going, oh, I'm already so on pins and needles that now I have no tolerance for a little nick here or a scratch there or a pit there or a delay. So we got to understand that efficiencies are gained by having these routines, these rhythms, these patterns within our business. So I remember, um, it's interesting, oh, three, four years ago, my oldest son, just wanted to play baseball. So it's his first year ever playing baseball. And I never had played baseball ever in my life. And for whatever reason, this has been true of me and all of my kids. I always wind up either coaching or being the assistant coach. Up until last fall, probably for six or seven or eight straight years, there was never a single season, whether it be soccer, baseball, or basketball, that I was not coaching, either head coach or assistant coach. And in a couple of those sports, I have zero experience. I have no business coaching, but for whatever reason, it seems like, where are the parents? Where are the parents? to? I'm the probably the busiest guy on this team, and yet I always wind up somehow find myself coaching. Well, same thing was true this first year of coaching my son's baseball team. His first year playing, I'd never played baseball before. Thankfully, they I was assistant coach. But one of my biggest problems with the way that head coach coached this baseball team was that every single practice, and at about the three-quarters of the way through the season, we just got killed. It was so frustrating for my son. We just got killed the whole season. But one of my criticisms, he said, hey, Aaron, you got any feedback? And I was like, well, I don't know how to play baseball. You know that. But coach, if you want to hear my honest feedback, you change the drills that we do every single practice. Every single practice, the kids are having to learn a new drill. It's like you're looking up online. This guy was a pretty his his son was the was the uh, the pitcher for the team. He was obviously a very experienced baseball player, and I don't know how much coaching experience he had, but I do know this: the fact that every practice he was introducing new drills for the kids to practice. 
they would no sooner grasp the concept of the drill than practice was over. And they never really got to have the benefit. And then the next practice, he was introducing different drills. And it drove me nuts. But I thought, I mean, what do I know? I don't know how to play baseball. I mean, who am I to criticize the coach here? But I did give him this feedback. And I, it, it was a huge lost opportunity for all of those players because they never got the benefit of getting into the routine of how to do the drill how to develop the muscle memory, how to develop the skill that that, you know, that, that that drill would have provided them because it was constantly changing. They never got into the habit. So he could say, okay, we're going to run this drill. We're going to do this practice. Everybody could line up and, and we could do it. It also made our practices super inefficient because every time he'd introduce a new drill, the kids are standing there like, okay, and he's got to explain it and then explain it again. And then this is where we're going to stand and this is what we're going to do. And, oh, no, that's not how we're going to do that. And by the time you get done running the drill the first time, you've used up the practice. And so same thing is true in work. If it changes every day, if the work is unpredictable, if there's no rhyme or reason as to how countertops are sold, scheduled, and moved through production and ultimately installed, the same thing is true. It's different every day. What job are we cutting today? What job are we going to fab today? What job installs tomorrow? If it is a question every day, that means there is a huge opportunity to increase efficiencies by imposing routines, rhythms, and patterns within the business that repeat themselves. And so people can get into the habit. They can run those drills and eventually it becomes second nature. Nobody has to ask the question anymore. It becomes very obvious to everybody involved what happens next. What job is next? What are we cutting next? What are we installing next? And it, it eliminates all of that drag. It eliminates a tremendous amount of that stopping to think. And if I'm stopping to think, it means I've got a question. And if I got a question, it probably means I got to go ask somebody. So not only is the person who's having to ask the question to get clarity on what they're supposed to do, wasting time, not being productive. Now the person that he's asking or she's asking, their time is being wasted. It's all of this redundancy, all of this inefficiency, all of this drag that is woven throughout the operation from start to finish if we don't have rhythms, routines, and patterns within our business. And so those are the first two reasons, emotional health for the people employees and customers alike and efficiencies within the enterprise that maximizes profitability and enhances the the ability for the company to actually deliver on the promise that it makes to the customer now number three where in the business i've given you two reasons why we need to have this number three i want to tell you two areas where this shows up number one and I'm about, to, I'm about to share with you one of the biggest successes of our own fab shop, which is our consistent turnaround time. So number one, having a fixed and consistent and repeatable turnaround time from template to installation is one of the most dramatic and powerful rhythms you can put into place in your business that will transform everything that happens in your company because as soon as that becomes true here's a couple of benefits to that number one the install date is no longer a question customer calls when are you installing my countertops well we templated last week you know what let me ask somebody well who knows well somebody in the company knows whether they know at the moment or they realize okay we got to make a decision so that we can tell this guy when his counters install that in and of itself is a tremendous drag on inefficiency just those conversations not to mention what happens when a really upset customer hears an answer that they're not happy with 
Now you've got to stop production because you got to accommodate. we got to readjust. The guy's really pissed. Okay, Joe's screaming really loud right now to get that job done on Monday. Okay, everybody, take that other job down. Let's put Joe's job up so we can finish it so it's ready to install. Again, in a manufacturing capacity that is extremely inefficient to not have a fixed turnaround time. When you have a fixed turnaround from template to installation, not only does your communication with the client become vastly superior and better. Number two, within the organization, it allows people to begin to settle into that routine. I know, I don't have to ask. This is coming. This is the order with which it was templated, which means this should be the order that which is going to be installed. So that's number one. A fixed turnaround time from template installation is a powerful routine that can have dramatic and positive impacts on your business. Number two, meetings. How often are we communicating with our staff? And in our business, we have a variety of meetings. Right now, we have daily ops meetings. Those happen every day. Those never don't happen. Those always happen. In fact, maybe I'll do another another episode just on that because it is such a powerful rhythm to be in. Every morning at 745, template, measure up, install manager, production manager, and finance and admin manager are all in the same room. And we have the same rhythm. It is the exact same routine that repeats itself every single morning. Install manager gives the report. How did the jobs go yesterday? Any feedback for the shop? Any feedback for template? That's provided. Okay, what are we doing today? Production manager is able to say, okay, we got this job and this job and this job. This went well. This one had a crack in it. We told the customer this one's got this. You know, he can inform the install manager who can go install the, you know, inform the installers. And then we talk about what's happening the following day. Is there anything that we need to do today to make sure that we're ready tomorrow? And that little rhythm and routine, that meeting happens every single morning. And the, the meeting itself is a routine. It happens the exact same way every single time. So that's our daily ops meeting. We also have a bi-weekly leadership meeting. In fact, literally right before I hit record on this episode, my production manager came in and said, hey, when are we having our next manager's meeting? And I realized I took the day off yesterday, so I missed our meeting yesterday. We have our leadership team meeting at 2 o'clock every other Thursday. It's a rhythm. It's a routine. And so when it doesn't happen, it creates this uncertainty. Hey, what's going on here? Why didn't we have our meeting yesterday? We got to catch up on that. So we talked about doing it next week to get caught up, so we're back on track. Meetings. We also have a monthly company-wide meeting that lasts about a half an hour. There's always something that we need to inform the team of. There's always something that we need to reiterate, remind. So we have a monthly meeting. I think it's the first Friday of every month. We get together for 30 minutes, get the whole company together. Any news, any updates. We do birthdays. We do anniversaries. We pass out those cards for that. We celebrate. We talk about safety. Um, but again, it, it's a routine. If we didn't have that rhythm or pattern, two or three or four months could easily go by and with just because it's so busy we could easily overlook that opportunity and so meetings are another way that it is so interesting when we don't have those people start asking hey are we doing ops meeting today you know if everybody's super busy some morning hey we missed our manager's meeting yesterday hey we haven't had a company-wide meeting oh that's right we were supposed to have it last friday we're going to do it this friday because xyz explanation people recognize the variance from the norm they realize a disruption to the pattern and meetings are where most of the communication takes place within the company and people need to be communicated with companies that communicate effectively are more profitable and more successful it's guaranteed and so we've got to have a meeting rhythm established as well so those are two ways 
two areas within the business that we're going to see over the next couple of episodes as we talk about specifically how to implement routines, rhythms, and patterns within the business. And so in a lot of ways, what I wrote about in my book, Less Chaos, More Cash, really gets at the heart of this. When you've got inconsistent results coming out of the work within your company, whether that be sales, whether that be in your shop, whether that be an install, if it's inconsistent, it means there's a lack of a pattern, there's a lack of a routine, there's a lack of a rhythm within the work. Oftentimes that's because there's a lack of expectation and there's a lack of clear standards for which the employee is, is expected to perform. My book, Less Chaos, More Cash, delves into that in great detail, showing you how at the, at the micro level, at the granular level, in the meat and potatoes level within your business, within that work, how to achieve predictable, consistent results within the specific work that all of your employees do. And so just as a resource, if you haven't been to AaronCrowley.com, if you haven't bought my book yet, Less Chaos, More Cash, here's what I would recommend. Go to AaronCrowley.com and download the first three chapters for free. If you do that, there's a great surprise waiting for you if you do that, not to mention <laughs> being able to read the first three chapters. But you're going to get a great insight into this concept, into this topic, into this discussion about why routines, rhythms, and patterns are so so important at the task level for our employees and also in terms of how we arrange the overall business. It's a great resource. While you're there, you can also take the free Stone Shop Business Assessment Tool. It's a way for you to evaluate 20 points within your business, talking about how your production process is arranged, how that leadership and management, your meetings are arranged, the rhythms there. It's a great resource for you if you haven't done that. So make sure you check out AaronCrowley.com. Make sure you check out moreaware.com. Make sure that you support the sponsors of the Fab Lab podcast. They are how we are able to continue to produce this. And so, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check back next week. We're going to do another episode following on this theme, following on this topic of routines, rhythms. Instead of talking about the why, we're going to get more into the how to establish this in greater detail in the next episode, episode 97. So, ladies and gentlemen, I look forward to you tuning in then. Until then... Happy fabricating.